The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. Bubba, do you ever feel like when you're meeting with clients that you have a split personality? <laughs> it seems that way, and I almost have to judge the client that I'm, I'm meeting with uh-huh. on what personality is going to come out. You know, do I need to be uh, Doctor Checkle <laughs> this time, or or Mister Hyde? Right? Are we going to play good cop, bad cop together? Yeah. You know, yeah. you're going to be the nice, soothing one, or right. I'm going to be the mean one, yeah. or the next one we're going to do the opposite, and right. I'm going to be the soothing yeah. one, you're going to be the mean mm-hmm. one. What do you Keeps think? Keeps it that, interesting. They never well, know what to expect. Well, that's right? true. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Why do you think that uh, is the case? Why do, why do you think you f- you feel like you have a p- split personality or you have to address people that way? I think sometimes there are individuals out there who don't necessarily want to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. And in order to get your point across, mm-hmm. you've, you've got to be uh, what may be perceived by them to be mean, right? Mm-hmm. But you just need to be, well, in, in my case, I need to be firm mm-hmm. and direct, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is very different than being mean. It's, you know. So you're the same daddy at home. I mean, you're, you're, there's only yeah. one Bubba at home. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like him or not, that's daddy. Yeah. But from time to time, I mean, you got children who have different ages. Oh, yeah. Different uh, intellectual abilities, mm-hmm. different life experience mm-hmm. levels. And so do you find yourself ex- Expressing yourself differently to each one of them? Yeah, absolutely. And just thinking of an example the other day, you know, my, my sixth grader comes in and, and gives me this long, drawn-out argument. And I'm, I'm really proud of him for the way that he thought through this. So he obviously yeah. done his presentation he, preparation yeah, really well. I, I think he had been practicing in the mirror, and, <laughs> and, you know, and he, and he had it down. And he said, you know, basically because school's over with and we're not going back, I'm already a seventh grader. And they've already decided and said that whatever grade that I've got now, I'm going into seventh grade. Right. I'm passing dad. And I'm going to be in honors. And I'm like, well, that's wonderful, John Burton. Great news. (laughs) And then he and then, you know, he lowered the boom on me and says, so I've decided that I think that I need a cell phone early. Oh, right. Uh, but it's OK. I can take one of your old ones, you know, the iPhone six or whatever it is that's been sitting in the drawer. And I'll just through. use that. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course, you know, he got into it, started talking about how he was going to get uh, Instagram and Facebox and all these other mm-hmm. social media things. And we, I was like, you know, John Burton, you're probably a year early before we're even talking about getting a cell phone. Mm hmm. Oh, and you could just see like this little tear come to his eye. It's, you know, almost like I had stabbed his puppy, right? <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I was glad that he had, uh, had um, 
I guess, the confidence to come to us and ask us. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I was glad that he put that much effort into an argument mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. reasons why he needed it, and mm-hmm. I, even though none of them were valid, right? <laughs> But, but I was in glad his mind, that he, yeah, he had some to, reasoning, right? Right. Uh-huh. And so, from his point of view, sixth, almost seventh mm. grader, uh, and having lived with oh, you, oh, he's already summer, a seventh grader. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what he yeah. says. Uh-huh. So, um, because he he knows you, mm-hmm. and he knows his mom, he felt like he needed to come to you with some facts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you felt like you know there were holes in mm-hmm. the whole argument or not, he felt like he needed to. Right. All right. So then you also have these other two children. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they would go through the effort of coming to you with facts, or maybe just one of them, their personalities just come with you emotion. Uh, that'd be Mary Margaret. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of, you know, coming to you with an argument, yeah. she, she basically comes crying mm-hmm. or comes saying this needs to happen, mm-hmm. and it's all based on emotion. Yeah. Right? And it's usually about not having enough time to play on the video game machine. <laughs> her brothers aren't being nice to her. And, you know. uh-huh. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you're the same dad mm-hmm. having to deal with all these arguments, yeah. having to deal with these various expressions from different mm-hmm. personalities. But it's the same household. It's the same mm-hmm. um, you know, roof. It's the same set of standards. You just found it necessary to have to express yourself in different ways. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, I look at, at our business, right, when mm. we're talking to clients, and there are times at which I need to encourage clients to live a little bit. Mm. They get so dogmatic about saving money and, mm. uh, and, and saving for the future, which is all good and great things. Mm-hmm but you've got to live a little bit in the meantime too, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a balance there, right? That, there that, is a balance. That they need to meet. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're, you're kind of the encourager mm-hmm. of balance. Right. Which means that sometimes you're encouraging old Phil over there, skin, flint, mm-hmm. save everything right. he can person to live a little. Yeah. And then sometimes you're encouraging balance out uh, of... Somebody who's living a little too much to, it, to rein it in. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so it's not really a split personality. Mm -hmm. I go back to that expression. It's an encourager of balance. Right. Mm -hmm. So one time you go into a client meeting and you're encouraging them to live a little. And another time, 30 minutes Mm -hmm. later, you're going into a client meeting where you're encouraging them to slow down. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's not two different Bubba's. Had a, uh, some clients come in yesterday, and uh, and he mentioned to us that he signed up for Social Security. He said, now look, Bubba, I know you told me to wait until I was age 70, and that was going to be the most appropriate time for me to take from a mathematical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Social Security. because Taking in consideration life expectancy and health and all right, that stuff. Right, right, right. Okay. But he said, you know what? My dad only lived to like 74, 75, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get it. You know, I'm retired. It's not taxable to me. I'm going to get it now. I said, okay, great. Mm -hmm. Uh, All, you know, good and fine. You know, all I said was, you know, your your most appropriate time or the the most uh, uh, beneficial time to take it would be age 70. Mm -hmm. You can take it earlier, Mm -hmm. right? Sure, sure. but one thing that uh, that came up during that conversation, uh, and I'm glad that they told us about it, right? Mm-hmm. Having that open dialogue, uh, 
mm-hmm. because we, we figured out, well, you know, if you've already signed up, maybe you need to do spousal benefits now for your wife, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, hadn't dawned to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he thought that maybe the spouse would have to wait a little bit longer mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. still could, right? Right, right. right. Um, yeah. I mean, if they're going to mm-hmm. be committed to living a little right. and not waiting just mm-hmm. because the math makes sense. Right. Then let's live a lot. Yeah, live it up. <laughs> live it up. Yeah. Yeah. And so today we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about the split personality that sometimes you feel the advisors in your life happen and what to do now that the stock market is rallying, but the economy seems to be sinking. Hmm. Here at the Advisors Roundtable. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. 
Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners Bubba Labus and yours truly Greg Cooley with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Bailey Williams Realty, specializing in commercial and residential sales and leasing. Find them at CorinthHomes.com. Thanks a lot to Bailey Williams Realty for being such fine sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. So, Bubba, we're talking about uh, how that, uh, you know, sometimes we feel like we have a split personality when we're talking to people. Some of that is, as we talk, uh, based on the fact that we're dealing with different situations, different personality types, different age groups. But sometimes we're dealing with things going on in the economy and in the world around us that seem to be diametrically opposed, mm-hmm. almost like we're living in this uh, split personality never-never land right. where the last week or two, the stock market seems like it's been on a tear upward. Yeah. But just about every day, we get negative economic news. Mm-hmm. How do those two things live together? How, how can we have... A negative economic news, and I'll pick on one: oil prices. Okay, you know, for a day last week, oil was negative. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how how can that be? Where you know it's minus twenty or minus thirty? Yeah. Does that mean they're paying you to take it? Well, uh, theoretically, yes. All right, and so uh, that would seem pretty negative. Mm-hmm. For the economy, I, I saw a statistic. Did you know there are about six to eight million jobs directly or indirectly associated with the energy sector in America? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Six to eight million jobs. Now, the people listening to me say, yeah, they're not six to eight million people working for Chevron and mm-hmm. Shell Oil. And, but now when you talk about the distillers right, and when you talk about the delivery companies, mm-hmm. And when you talk about the truck drivers that deliver it, uh-huh. the oil field workers, uh-huh. the scientists that uh, do all the, uh, the the oil stuff that they do, the gas stations yeah. and mm-hmm. the convenience stores, mm-hmm. and all of the other products, folks in exploration, mm-hmm. it starts to add up. Mm-hmm. And so if um, if oil's not doing well at all to the point that it may be trading where mm-hmm. they're going to have to go into their coffers and pay you theoretically mm-hmm. to take it because all of the you know, storage mm-hmm. facilities are full and demand has gone down, people aren't flying as much, and so therefore they're not using that jet fuel. Right. And people aren't driving as much because the hotels won't let you in. Mm-hmm. And the, the mountaintops and the beaches are closed, so the demand for oil is down. It seems that we would be really scared yeah. that that's six to eight million jobs that may go by the wayside. But the stock market is up. How can that be? What's happening? So you've got I, this one sector that's yeah. so bad mm-hmm. and beaten up. You need to judge um, the stock market in a number of different categories, right? Mm. Um, But I would say that, generally speaking, the stock market is a leading indicator of what we expect the future to be. So it's not a reflection of today. It's not a reflection of today. It's what we expect the, the future to be or what forward earnings might be on particular companies. Okay. 
So what I mean by that is there are certain economic indicators out there, mm-hmm. unemployment being one. Mm-hmm. That's stuff that's already happened, right? Uh-huh. Right. You know, there were so many people that filed for unemployment, and that has its ramifications. And, and you use the word filed, which is a past tense word. That's correct. It's already been done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas you look at other economic indicators, right, or Mm. the stock market, for instance, and that's what they, uh, the investors and people on Wall Street and, and, you know, you name it, uh, think about the future of what's going to happen with particular businesses. So Mm -hmm. granted, yes, we're in a trough. The Mm -hmm. market has come down 30 some odd percent Mm -hmm. in the period of a month. You know, I think it was... uh, February 18th until about March 24th, yeah, somewhere in that time. So right around one month, right? And you had about a 34% reduction in the overall market. That's right. The stock market. Yeah, 34% drop in 23 trading days. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from there, we've had our drop. We've had the market come down. Where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I think that many investors uh, are looking at that as maybe an opportunity Maybe they think the worst is behind us. Maybe there's going to be continual uh, unemployment numbers, which are expected, but maybe the market has already priced it in. Mm-hmm. And they understand and know that, hey, you know, these things are, are things that have happened already or things that have happened in the past, and we're looking forward. Mm. All right. You think that's alien to most people to look it is. forward? Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. We do it every day, and, and, you know, individuals have a difficult time looking into the future and, you know, looking five years, 10 years, Mm. 20 years, 30 Mm. years into the future when they're Mm. saving for retirement or college education or whatever it may be. Yeah, I had one of my clients tell me one time, you want me to think about Mm. the future when I'm not really reacting that well to today? Right. Uh Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. Um, Why is it so foreign for us to think in the future you think most of us think we're not doing very well today and so therefore there's no need to even think about the future i i think that most individuals it's difficult for them to think about the future because they live in the past no and they base all their experience on uh on just that experience you Mm -hmm. know things that they have experienced in the past right Mm -hmm. um Positive and or negative, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they know that they've had those positive or negative experiences in the past, and that's what frames everything that they do going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we do that in everything. Mm-hmm. Our, our economic outlook, yeah. our relationships. Yeah. You know? Like I can say, I've already gotten married once. I'm not doing that again, <laughs> right? <laughs> Or I've already joined a church once. I'm not not joining another one. Yeah. Yeah. Or I had a really bad experience in that last relationship. Mm -hmm. And so you almost go into this relationship expecting this one to act like that one did. Right. Mm -hmm. Huh? And you're really being unfair to the new one. Right. The new church, the new club, Mm -hmm. the new job, the new boss, the new spouse. Because that should be about the future and what you can build together and what you can become together. But what are you doing? What you're doing is basing everything that you think is going to happen here on what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we got a past, we got a present, we got a future, and very few of us are good at living in the present. 
We don't even allow ourselves to think about the future. So we, as you point out, just live in the past. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which does what? It uh, drag you down. Yeah, it does. You know, if you weren't really good as an employee before, mm-hmm. even if you've gone and gotten new training, in your mind, mm-hmm. you're not really that good an employee. Mm-hmm. You never do get there on time. You never have gotten there on time. So, you know, you really don't give yourself a chance going forward thinking, you know, maybe I'll start getting there early. What's the point we make to our kids, you and I, about being late and being early? Yeah, if you're 10 minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, you might as well not even show up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And really, that is the point that most winners and most leaders Mm -hmm. have. That's the idea they have. Right. That's the reason they're different and they're leaders and they're Mm -hmm. winners. And the rest of us are also rands, maybe. It's because we see everything as an opportunity one of the reasons let's let's break that down if you're if you're 10 minutes early you're on time mm-hmm. why, why would uh somebody want to be there 10 minutes early uh, it just shows that you're prepared uh, you're right and you're excited about mm-hmm. what may happen and you're excited about the potential and you're excited about meeting the people before the thing starts mm-hmm. and you you want to be there right. <laughs> that's an indicator you want to be there if you don't want to be there, mm-hmm. you kind of avoid it, don't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. And you barely get there just before the clock mm-hmm. strikes or the bell or the horn or whistle blows mm-hmm. or you're a couple minutes late and you almost just demand that they accept mm-hmm. that about you. It's because you really didn't want to be there in the first right. place. So those of us who are thinking about the future... Maybe we ought to do it from a different point of view than we've done it in the past. Mm -hmm. And maybe we want to give not just our economy a chance and the the companies and their earnings a a chance for the future, but maybe we want to learn from the past as opposed to live Mm -hmm. in it. We're going to take a break here at the Advisors Roundtable and continue to talk about a comprehensive look at what is really is what is really happening around us right now on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. Do you have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law & Corinth, 662-872-0121. 
It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgical weight loss today. This is certified financial planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Albright Storage Company, clean, safe, climate-controlled storage, better to serve you with seven locations in Corinth and Alcorn County. Thanks a lot to Trey and Martha and everybody associated with the Albright Storage Company. So, Bubba, we're talking about how to look forward, even when it doesn't look good now Mm -hmm. is that a a discipline do you have to discipline yourself you know hey you know seems like everything is falling to heck in a handbasket around me and all around me is destruction but tomorrow could be a brighter day i I don't know that it's a discipline i don't know that that might be the right word Mm -hmm. uh i i think that it's important to to look at the opportunities Mm -hmm. rather than dwell on uh, you know, the negative events that mm-hmm. have, have occurred, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can focus on the opportunities or mm-hmm. look for the opportunities, mm-hmm. then I, I think you're way ahead of most individuals out there. So have you ever walked through your house and thought, you know, if I built this thing or if I had it to go over, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be a wall right there. I'd, you know, or I'd, I'd make the mm-hmm. basement larger. I'd, I'd make my workout room bigger. I'd make the kitchen bigger. I'd have a yep. bigger island. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I, a friend of mine, his house got blown away a, a year or two ago, uh, just a, a, around here. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about it and how, handling it. And I, I specifically called him to see how he and the insurance company mm-hmm. were getting along. Um, but once he got a decent settlement out of the insurance company, he said, you know, I was walking around the debris of my house. And I got to thinking like the still small voice just whispered to me, said, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. This is your chance to do it over. Yeah. This is your chance to redesign it. Mm-hmm. You liked your house, but you know the laundry room just wasn't big enough. Right. You know, you'd you'd have rather it be large enough so you could set up your ironing board in mm-hmm. there. You know, you wanted the kitchen to be a little larger. You wanted your workout room to be a little larger. You wanted the kids' rooms to be a little smaller or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is your chance. Or maybe this is your chance to reassess and, and really figure out what your real needs are, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And look into the future. You know, uh-huh. I had a 4,000 square foot house. Uh-huh. Maybe I only need 2,500. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Is this really where I want to live? So you could stand yeah. there in mm-hmm. the middle of the debris and cry about what happened, right. mm-hmm. which is a past tense word right. to you. Or you can see the opportunity. Mm-hmm. This is my chance to start over. Sure. Um, and yeah, that that is something that you have to coach yourself into, Mm -hmm. or maybe have somebody around you who, who can do that for you. And so we're going to try to do that for people right now in the middle of this investment nightmare. Mm -hmm. As we said, the the stock market went down 30%, over 30% in 23 trading days. Right. It started to rebound a little bit, but it's nowhere back to near where it was. So what should we have learned from this? I, you know, I mean, we are up about uh, 6,000 points mm. on the Dow mm. from the low. Mm. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call that chump change. No, yeah. it's it's not, and which shows you some potential here. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're still not down in, in the gutter. Mm-hmm. The, the the market has rebounded pretty well and seems to be trying to get its footing. So what should you and I learn when it comes to maybe some investment strategies? I'm going to openly admit I stole these. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I'm going to give full um, recognition to, to Dr. David Kelly. He is a, he's a pretty smart fellow. Yeah, he's a pretty smart fellow. Yeah. And, you know, he's a leading economist mm-hmm. for J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, two or three things he says we ought to do coming out of this. And I wholeheartedly agree with him. Number one, he says that we need to really look at the portion of our portfolios that can either give me income now or or guaranteed income later. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry. Okay. Okay. Maybe go back to my portfolio. Are you sure he didn't steal this from me? Well, I think, you know, he probably yeah. stole this from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he probably was listening to us you right. know, over time and said, yeah. you know, I can couch, couch that in some more Ivy League words. Right. But I can take what Greg and Bubba says mm-hmm. and tell the world. Sure. Yeah. No, I don't think he did. But it does sound familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Because... We worry if we're taking too much risk. Mm-hmm. He says that when we do our risk reevaluation, we need to be thinking about a portion of it that can be uh, the, the assets, the dividend uh, companies, the annuities, whatever we put our money in should be giving us the 
real assurance we're going to have some guaranteed income. Mm -hmm. Okay? So how do you do that? It all sounds well and good. But how do you do that practically? Well, there are investments that I can put my money in that are probably not going to grow that much, but I get compensated for giving up some of the growth and risk, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By having the money in and the investments in some kind of investment that will give me income. Right. Now, I can do that in a couple ways. Sure. Um, are you okay talking to people about annuities? Absolutely, I am. Why? It, it, it's, it may be a component that fits. Okay. Um, now, there's so many of them mm-hmm. that they're pretty complicated. Uh, very complicated. And, uh, you know, probably over, overly complicated. Mm-hmm. But you've got different companies out there who are competing. Mm-hmm. And they compete in such a way that they say, well, you know, th- this bell and whistle is a little bit better than the other guy's bell and whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's how they compete, right? Okay. Uh, they say, well, well, we'll be able to give you a higher income stream. Mm-hmm. Or we can we can give you a better death benefit, or we can give you better investment selection mm-hmm. inside the annuity, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They they've all got a, a general standard widget with different little things and, and that they can add to it mm-hmm. to make their their widget better, right? But generally, when you're looking mm-hmm. you as a, a, an investment advisor, a financial planner. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at uh, the possibility of an annuity in somebody's portfolio, Mm -hmm. and yes, full disclosure, they're not for everybody or at every age or whatever, every income Mm -hmm. level, lots of different things that we have to use in the analysis to make sure that they actually are part of the prescription that you need. But when you're looking at them, you're you're, you're really just to break them down, you're looking at about four or five things. Mm -hmm. Number one, these things give you some tax deferral, yeah. meaning that if the investments within the, within them have some growth in a given year, mm-hmm. you may not you know have to pay tax on that. Right. Um, they can give you guaranteed income, mm-hmm. which is one of the points we're making here. You put a certain amount of money in, and then at a at a at a date, the insurance company says we'll basically give you uh, an annuitization kind of thing sure. or a, a, a pension. And various ways to do that. Are you annuitizing your money or what are they doing? And you need to understand Mm -hmm. that. They can give you a death benefit. You put the money in. If the market and the investments go down, uh, you could possibly have a guarantee that at least Mm -hmm. the amount of money you put in would go to your your beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are these various components and features that you could Mm -hmm. look at. If any of that sounds attractive to you especially now when the market is where it is and you may have seen a, a big portion of of your investment portfolio especially the part that's at risk that's in the market go down mm-hmm. maybe that sounds good to some people right it, it very well could very well could however i'm going to say this though could a rent house do the same thing hmm yeah all right, so you buy a rent house mm-hmm. uh, similar to the the annuity. Mm-hmm. You could have some fluctuation in the value of that 
uh, rent house, right? Yeah. Based on local economies, yeah. mm-hmm. values of real estate go up and down. Yeah. The annuity could have certain triggers that would give you a certain amount of income, and then if it goes below something, it could go down in income, right? Mm-hmm. A rent house, you could lose a tenant for a month or two and go down in income, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess my point is, is with these different types of investments that are out there mm-hmm. that rely on income, mm-hmm. You've got some of the same risk. Oh, associate, so, uh, and, and that's a that's a big stretch to go from an annuity to a rent house. Well, but I want you to see that there's a similarity there, meaning that you can have risk in the income, and you can have risk in everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. And and you need to understand that. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for something that has no risk, you're probably going to give up a fair amount of the reward. Is that uh, you're going to give up a, a majority of the reward? Yeah. Yeah. Or have to pay for it. Yeah. And you need to understand all that before mm-hmm. you get it into it. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Kelly says one thing we need to do is is rethink uh, and reevaluate the part of our investments that is in on the income side. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that may be attractive to us now, but yep. we need to have full disclosure and understand how that works. When you talk to people about, when you see, they come walking into your office and they give you all their Mm -hmm. investment statements to go over. Do you see that some of them have annuities, but they don't understand them? Much, much of the time I do. Or they have a dividend paying stock. Mm -hmm. And when they bought that dividend paying stock, it was paying a 4% Mm -hmm. dividend. And now either it's paying a higher dividend or a Mm -hmm. lower dividend. And they didn't understand that that. Or they didn't remember that they yeah. were told that mm-hmm. that could happen. Right. Do you think we have a selective memory? Oh, yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. We remember the things we want to remember. Mm-hmm. And then we conveniently from time to time say, oh, that guy I was using before didn't tell me all that. Right. Well, I'm looking at this form here. You brought me all your paperwork mm-hmm. in. And it looks like your signature right there where you yeah. said that he mm-hmm. went over these three or four right. things. Well, uh, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, and, and it's one of the things that we, we really need to, to reevaluate our, about ourselves because sometimes under pressure, sometimes in the middle of um, an economic challenge, um, we get really selective about what we can remember. Sure. I was talking to a guy this weekend who was telling me about witnessing a fight. He mm-hmm. saw these people fighting. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, he remembered more things about things and less things mm-hmm. about other things. He's like, boy, I hope this doesn't go to trial because I'm not going to be a good witness. Right. And I think I saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's amazing our psyche yeah. and how that affects us. And whether you think you saw it or not, or whether your brain fills in some holes mm-hmm. and some gaps mm-hmm. to kind of piece the puzzle together or mm-hmm. piece the events together, mm-hmm. that, that's something else as well. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. We have to watch that about ourselves, not just when we're trying to recollect mm-hmm. uh, things we think we saw, but when we try to recollect why we bought this and why mm-hmm. we bought that and why we own this and why in the world my portfolio is down too. Right. Here at the Advisors Roundtable, we're going to take another break. And when we come through this break, we're going to continue to talk about some investment strategies that maybe we need to keep in mind in this uh, coronavirus uh, 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 time here in our history. Here on Super Talk 94.3.
Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law & Corinth, 662-872-0121. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Lavis, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by your local Penn, uh, State Farm agent, Penn Majors, uh, because life happens, Penn Majors and State Farm. So, Bubba, we're talking about some investment strategies we may want to keep in mind right now in the, in the middle of a correction. One was uh, kind of reevaluate uh, income and, and the definition of guaranteed income and what that really means and what it involves and what I'm going to have to pay for it, all that. Secondly, so, so Dr. Kelly was, was talking about this stuff. Was he talking about um, 
annuities in particular, or was he talking about the fixed income portion or bond portion of a portfolio? He was talking about, in, in quotation marks, yeah. income. Okay. Because a lot of people don't understand annuities, yeah. and they don't understand bonds or the risk associated with them. Or they don't understand stocks right. and the income or dividends that you would receive off of stocks. That's right. Yeah. On some and on others, you don't. They may not understand the, the, the income off of a, a rent house. No, that's yeah. right. So you need, need mm-hmm. to really stop now and mm-hmm. say, you know, I thought I was going to get income mm-hmm. or I thought this was guaranteed or this is guaranteed. Whoo, boy, I'm glad, right. you know, uh, just mm-hmm. just stop there and understand. Second thing we need to stop and understand is risk. A definition or true definition mm-hmm. of risk and wh- how, what level of risk is, should be applied to my personality, sure. my need, my portfolio? Is my risk tolerance the same mm-hmm. as our executive producer, Phil Womack's? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Probably not. Is Phil's risk tolerance the same as yours? Definitely not. Uh-huh. Now, how can you say that? How do you know that? I, I, how, what comfort level do yeah. you have in that? And do you think Phil mm-hmm. has that comfort mm-hmm. level? And can he explain that to his brother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? I mean, you will have that comfort level because you got years of experience and you yeah. know him mm-hmm. and you know his age and you know his income. All those things you know about right. him mm-hmm. as opposed to you and your age and your experience. Yep. and your, all the, So you can say with confidence, no, ours aren't, aren't the same. Well, maybe he needs to be have that level of confidence Mm -hmm. maybe you need to communicate that to him so he's comfortable or more comfortable Mm -hmm. at this time when risk was really risky yeah Mm -hmm. huh that's really what happens when we have pullbacks you see uh, what to say when the the waters go down Mm -hmm. you see when everybody's who are swimming naked right Mm -hmm. you know you really see their risk Mm -hmm. show yeah among other things (laughs) all right uh, so, so, so David Kelly here though was mm-hmm. saying that you need to to reassess mm-hmm. risk, right? Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily um, a, a matter or a function of of reassessing your risk. It's it's well, I guess to a degree it is. Mm-hmm. What if your risk tolerance has changed over time? Well, it will. You know, when you started investing at thirty years old. Mm-hmm. And now you're 50 years old, mm-hmm. you know, things change a little bit. But you didn't change anything. Yeah. Maybe you're still rocking along just like you were at 30. With the same allocation. With the same allocation, you know. Uh, maybe maybe your overall allocation has done well, mm-hmm. and you're uh, disproportionately overweight in stocks mm-hmm. as opposed to bonds mm-hmm. uh, or other fixed income or whatever you're looking at. But your asset allocation that was appropriate for your risk level has skewed a little bit, and you haven't done anything about it, right? So you're telling me I need to re- uh, reevaluate this Pretty often? I would say on a, on a very regular basis. At least you a yearly to, basis, mm-hmm. maybe a quarterly basis. Right. I need to look at what's happened mm-hmm. in my life. I'm, I need to look at what's happened with my portfolio yeah. and how the weightings have changed. And now that we've come through a, a major market correction of mm-hmm. 34%, mm-hmm. how did you react to that mm-hmm. is the bigger question. Mm-hmm. Did it you affect know? your ability to sleep? Right. If it affected your ability to sleep and do other things, mm-hmm. or you know, if you saw this thirty-four percent correction and said, "Man, I wish I had more money," and put every mm-hmm. single bit of money you had into the market, right? Mm-hmm. 
then mm-hmm. maybe that tells me that, that you're willing to take on a little bit more risk. All right. So right? basically, are you describing active and passive investing? I am. Yeah. All right. So let's basically give people a definition of mm-hmm. those. What is passive investing? Just quickly. Uh, I, I'm going to call it the Ron Popeil method of investing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. the guy that used to have the rotisserie <laughs> ovens and you <laughs> just set it and forget it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically passive investing. All right. You put all your money into a, a portfolio or whatever and you leave it there. You set it and you forget it. And then you come back 10 years later and you say, well, how did it do? Mm-hmm. Right. I hope it's done, and I hope my ribs are looking good or my chicken's looking good in there in that rotisserie oven. Or you said in your example there, mm-hmm. you, you said it and forget it and come back 10 years later. Right. Can you still be seen to be a passive investor if you set it and forget it and come back in five years? Yeah, absolutely. Or in three years? Or more than three. Or in, in a year? Or even in one. You can just come yeah. back and you just at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, you just say, mm-hmm. okay, I need this amount. Mm-hmm this percentage of my portfolio and this, right. and this percentage of my portfolio and this, mm-hmm. and then you don't do anything right. for a year. Mm-hmm. That could be considered passive ingre- right. uh, uh, investing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come back at the end of the year and you change it, mm-hmm. is that still passive investing? Very well could be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that I would I would liken uh, active investing to like Emeril Lagasse. Okay. You know, famous chef on mm. TV who used to throw salt or whatever and say, bam, bam. right? And, and he had changed something yeah. like every minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's, that's more input that you have on, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So uh, you as an investor, you can buy active, uh, actively managed investments or passively managed investments. Okay. Uh, meaning that you can, uh, you can go out and you can purchase a, a, an investment that's going to be more of the set it and forget it kind of style. Mm-hmm. Or you can purchase an investment where somebody else is doing this for you, for you mm-hmm. that, you know, Emerald Lagasse's out there throwing a little bam in there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So last year, mm-hmm. the people who were passive investors did real well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, we just set it and forget it. And they probably didn't need to pay for mm-hmm. some active investor to be doing anything with their money because you could almost take a dart and throw yeah. it at the market. And just about everything went up. Right. So you could think that you're the smartest thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, this year, and you're just as good as these professional managers. And passive was great last mm-hmm. year. But now the first quarter of this year, right? when you're set it and forget it, might have been down the 34%. Mm-hmm. And your brother, who had paid for an active investor mm-hmm. to be getting him in and out and maybe saving him some and having some downside hedge and all that, bam, Right. maybe he was only down 12 or 15%. Sure. Am I explaining that right? Yeah. Yeah. So are you telling me that uh, maybe I need a little of both? I, I, I would say, um, um, and, and I'm going to overgeneralize here, but I'm going to say most inventor, investors do need a little bit of both. Okay. Because you've got different styles there that may perform better in different types of markets. Just like you just said, you know, mm-hmm. there may be those times when you can just sit back and relax and, you know, let your investments do their thing, mm-hmm. kind of the passive deal. And then other times that you need to be a little bit more active, mm-hmm. uh, where you've got a, a little bit more maneuvering within your portfolio that needs to occur. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I, and you know, again, I, th- I think it comes down to uh, what you as an investor are looking for within your portfolio. 
None of these are without challenges. None of them were without challenges. Let's say that again. None mm-hmm. of them, passive or mm-hmm. active. None of them are without risks. Yep. You're trying to just mitigate the risks, aren't you? Right. You're trying to keep the the downsides from being so down. Right. But you may mm-hmm. also be keeping the upsides from being so up. Mm-hmm. It's like we talked about in the middle of the sh- or the beginning of the show. You know, we're looking for that balance, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can find the balance where you're comfortable with it, then maybe in the long run you'll have a good outcome. Yeah, and maybe just a smoother mm-hmm. ride, right. which will keep you in the game longer. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons we're doing this show is to try to first of all encourage people to think about the game. Sure. Secondly, maybe to help you mm-hmm. get in the game. And thirdly, help you mitigate the ride mm-hmm. in the middle of the game to keep you in the game. Mm-hmm. Because many of the people that we know who are wealthy and are successful mm-hmm. are not necessarily people who have an MBA or a CPA or are uh, you know certified financial planners. They're people who just stayed in the game and been persistent. And that's really what I think we need to keep in mind when we're thinking about what to do in the middle of something. What can I learn and how can I stay in there and sure. keep myself in the game? Here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. 